Welcome to episode 188 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T-I-M-K-I-N-Z-B, number three, a.k.a. Ask Catch Him, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I miss y'all. I always miss y'all. Back again. We back again. How y'all doing? I am the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as KD. Take that. Take that. Cabrani. <laughs> or if you're smelling. Why you smelling? What? <laughs> Is it I tried the 90s? But I lost it. You smell yeah. it later? Anyways, go ahead and follow us on the IG and the Twitter at Technical File. Mm-hmm. Also, you can go over to our website, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You're damn right. Then you can go on and mosey on over to the Facebook Technical File Podcast. Mm-hmm. We also got a Facebook group, Technical File Pod Overtime, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. But don't forget to come see our beautiful faces. <laughs> Along with Dooch. <laughs> YouTube mm-hmm. at Technical File Podcast. Like I say every week, man, you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fab. Um, share with everyone you know, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, um, baby mama, baby daddy, your lawyer, your doctor, whoever, wherever you at right now. You you listen to tech file, put somebody mm-hmm. on this right next to you. Right Don't now. take long to share. Take less than 30 seconds. Less we than. can't grow without y'all, man. So let's continue to grow. For sure, for sure. Shout out to everybody who did the Tech File Challenge last week when dropped their favorite black bio picks. I need to know what y'all's are. Well, like, the three of y'all, what are y'all favorites? I commented mine, but I didn't see I didn't see y'all comment, so I don't mm. know what y'all's are. For the record, I'm between Malcolm X and the Temptations. Okay. I can't really decide between those two. And then what's love got to do with it would be a very close three. Yeah. Hmm. Um I'm real partial to 42. I like that a lot. Okay. Like, it's a good movie. That was a great, that was a great movie. Mine will be the new edition. Um, oh, that, that new edition was yeah, excellent. I still haven't watched all of that. Yeah, you have. Excellent. To. It's a good watch. Even the Bobby Brown story, just him alone is a good watch. I was going to say, like, I feel like they should make like a black biopic MCU where it's just like, all interconnected now, <laughs> like the same characters, like you know, had Bobby Brown from New Edition with the Whitney Houston from the Whitney Houston. Like, <laughs> they should just make like a like a decade movie or like something mm-hmm. like that, where it's like so it just weaves all the different artists together. You can see when they kick it or when they do certain things and milestones. But you have to have like an industry insider person to get that one off. Who would be willing to tell all the secrets? <laughs> Spilling yeah. the beans. Except all like the late 70s shit when everybody was on cocaine. Right. Um, <laughs> I think mine would be Ali. That was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, that's a great one. But this week, we're doing Black History Facts for the to, to go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Or me. Black History Facts. Let us know. For sure. Educate us. Uh, but wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Play, mm-hmm. uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Stitcher, 
You ain't gonna Spotify. 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 Uh, Amazon Music. We're there too. Pandora. Yeah, Pandora. we knew. We well, that's a new one. We there. That now. is new. Yeah. We there. We there. Go ahead, hit that. Put it on show. Mm-hmm. iHeart Radio. Actually, don't put it on shuffle because you might hit that first episode. We gotta get rid of that shit. Bro, Himalaya, like a player, like a player. Wooshka, Wooshka. I was waiting for you, nigga. <laughs> you made whoosh when he shot. Exactly. Taking all day to whoosh. You talking to me? Yeah, nigga. I was looking at you, so we'd be able to want to call it. I'm looking at you like y'all ain't on webcams. Like, <laughs> like, bro, like you looking at everybody, motherfucker. <laughs> I made eye contact and everything. Like, you see me staring at you? The you screen. <laughs> staring at the screen. Hey, bro, chill out. Uh, the good news. Yes, Is sir. Good news. Good Shout out to everybody good listening news. to us on the good news right now. What you saying? Was that was that care? <laughs> no. Sound like the upper room. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna carry me out this month. Uh, and wherever you're listening to this episode right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars are better. It helps us, and we appreciate it. Oh, for sure. And actually, we have a, a new review on the show. Oh, hey, good. we are here. So shout out. Hold on, let me pull up your name because we appreciate when you take the time out of your day to go and rate us five stars because that helps us get found by others. X love XO XO XO. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Shout out to you. Shout All the love and kisses. She said, or he, I enjoy this pod. They get me through my work day. It's like listening to your friends just talk about sports and what's going on in life. So shout out to you. Thank you for working with us. Appreciate we appreciate it. Thank you for keeping that pristine five-star rating, a five-star mm-hmm. rating. We, we appreciate that. Five. Top listening cities from the past week and our international listeners. Got to give them a quick shout out before we get into the sport fact and then talk about what's been happening for the last week. Number one, again, they came on back. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, welcome back, Columbus. Welcome, welcome Welcome back. back. Okay, okay. Number two, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, what? I know y'all gonna come back every week. (laughs) Welcome back. Appreciate it. Welcome back. Number three, we got Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the hometown. Y'all don't get no words. They get a sad trombone. (laughs) Number three. Okay. Number four, we got Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Okay, Oak Creek. Hello, neighbor. Welcome, Oak Creek. Oh, we got a a Wisconsin Ron here. We got number five, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay. K-Town. What's going on? Who's your friend? What? Number six, we got New Berlin, Wisconsin. Oh, New Berlin, your friend. All right. New Berlin. What's going on? (laughs) Number seven, we got Cypress, Texas. Cypress. What's going on? Welcome back. Kind of glad that's only Texas in the top 10. Right. Hate mail. <laughs> Number eight <laughs> is Racine, Wisconsin. Ray Silla. Hello, neighbor. Welcome back. Number nine is Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Pa- well, Pompton Plains. Okay. Pompton Plains, 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 Plains. It sounds like a pleasant place to be. <laughs> Pompton Plains. <laughs> sounds nice like we're uh, 
That's where Wanda yeah, Wanda. Be. I was gonna say it sounds like next door to Wanda and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Vision trying to get to. Uh number 10, we got Inglewood, California. Inglewood, what up? What's good, Inglewood? So shout out to our top 10 listening cities and then internationally. Okay, we had we had five different international countries checking in with us last oh, week. We, we had got, uh, we, got. we got Canada. Canada, what's going on? What's going on? We got the Czech Republic. Czech Republic, what's, what's going on? Welcome. We got Belgium. Belgium, Belgium, welcome back. We got Russia. Russia, welcome back. Been a while, Russia. Been a while. <laughs> Been a while. Welcome back. And last but not least, we got Vietnam. Vietnam, welcome. Welcome. That's tight. Shout out to everybody who came to rock with us. Keep on coming. Sport fact of the week. All right. So <clears throat> this week, four years ago, no, five years ago. Damn. Um, so <laughs> February 27th, 2016, Steph Curry hits a 32-footer at the buzzer to lift the Warriors to a 121-118 overtime triumph over the Thunder um, in Oklahoma City. Curry finishes with 46 points, including 12 of 16 from behind the three-point arc. Um, OKC had a 103-101 to 101 lead in possession with the shot clock turned off in regulation, but Thunder forward Kevin Durant makes a bad pass with two seconds to go, then fouls Golden State's Andre Iguodala, who sinks two, period, two free throws to force the extra period. So Kevin Durant was uh, playing both sides before he even got to Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good game, too. Like I remember vividly watching that game because that was Saturday prime, night, prime time. time. Yes. Saturday night basketball games hit differently, especially when they're exciting because, like, everybody be watching. Mm-hmm. Like, Steph Curry broke my Twitter timeline with that shot. Like, it was just letters. Like, people were just <laughs> typing letters. <laughs> they weren't typing words. Just letters because they were so excited. Like, it was just, like, oh, my God, or LGFTBQ, exclamation point. Like, <laughs> that motherfucker broke the bar. Who was that, dude? Like, that shit was crazy. I was in Chicago, me and my cousin, and uh, we were just chopping it up and – as the game going up, you just see him motherfucker came half, damn that half court, smashed that motherfucker. We was like, holy shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was crazy, but it's like, that was like the pinnacle of like fandom. Like, even if you ain't a fan of the team, you was just a fan of the game, bro. Like, that shot was crazy. It was entertaining. Like, it was from beginning, to, like, it was a great game. As far as I'm concerned, like, that's probably the most noteworthy regular season, non Christmas, non. Martin Luther King Day, nine, like, last day of the season. Like, because it's just like a, re- a regular random ass, you know, mid or I guess late February game. And, like, it's noteworthy because, like, everybody remembers that game. Like, you know, Tim, you remember where you were at when you were watching it. Like, mm-hmm. I remember what day of the week it was. Like, I, you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but the randomness of it is just, like, that's how you know it was a great game. Yeah. And they were, like, two of the best it's teams ex- at that point. Mm-hmm. Young too, young teams. Just you saw all the potential. You're like, man, that was supposed to be Western Conference Finals, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But that was. That's why he left. That was the same season, though. Yeah, that was the three-one season. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they lost three-one, and then he. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Kevin Durant was he playing really both was. sides <laughs> before he got. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's a real okey doke, bro. That's a. That's an old lady for that ass. Okay. <laughs> um, double entendre. Don't even ask him how. Oh, oh. oh okay. I, I caught up. I caught up. All right. 
You let's get into the topics today. of the week. <laughs> yeah, let's do this though. So, Tiger Woods, we got to start here. He was involved in a serious car accident uh, as we're recording, so Tuesday morning. From what I've been able to gather about this, his car was very, very damaged. He had to use the jaws of life to get him out. At this moment, they are saying that the injuries don't appear to be life-threatening, but he has multiple leg injuries. The police source on the scene initially indicated the possibility of two broken legs. So he has undergone surgery. Uh, They said that he was conscious. So hopefully he'll be okay. And he was wearing a seatbelt. So, that's a, that's a tough accident. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. tough accident. And there was no evidence of him being impaired in any way at this point. So, sounds like it was just just a car accident. A single uh, vehicle. notification. I just got to say he had to be extricated through the windshield, which, like, mm. that's how badly damaged the car was that they had to, you know, bust the windshield to get him out. The engine was somewhere else. Like the engine was away from the the body of the car in the photo I saw. So I'm glad that he is alive. I am glad that the injuries don't appear to be life threatening and just wishing him healing. Like he just had back surgery too, that he's been uh, recovering from. So not sure what that means for him tennis wise, but like his well being is more important than, yeah, golf, but his well being is more important than than sports. So just get, get well, get well, Tiger. He has the worst luck with cars because shit, like that would, yeah, precipitated his downfall the first time. Yeah, Jesus. But I'm glad to see like it's not like it doesn't seem to be anything like, you know, what happened that time. Like it's just it's bad luck. You know, cars are dangerous. Yeah, can't be dangerous. The Philadelphia Eagles. They got Ken's quarterback. They traded for, or they traded Carson Wentz to the Colts. For a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick that could turn into a first rounder as long as Wentz plays at least 75% of the snaps or 70% of the snaps and they get to the playoffs. So if he's if he's good and healthy, it should convey. If he's met, they'll make the playoffs. Well, no, I can't say that because they, they had the fight. They had the fight. Yeah, but that's because in. the division was so good. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was gonna say if you play mid, he'll make it, but that's not true. He do have to play good, but I don't see why he wouldn't. Because they still got 50 million in salary cap to play with this offseason. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realize they had that much. Yeah, because Philip Rivers and uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett was 40 million. Just them <laughs> two. <laughs> like they cashed out both of them. They got 50 million to play with. They need wide receivers. There's hella receivers on the market this year. They need an edge mm-hmm. rusher. They can find one or two, maybe. I mean, if you look at the AFC South, though, they really only got to be out the Titans. And they're, yeah. t- if they want to get the easiest way in, mm-hmm. like beat the Titans early. I should say a rough conference. The AFC was just a good conference. Yeah. They got to beat the Titans out. And because Texans, yeah. I don't have no. No, no, no. Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. We'll see they what could, they do. They got money think, too. Yeah, but they might not. I don't think they're going to be better than the Colts. No, 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 not like, immediately, but we'll see. Yeah, this upcoming season I'm talking about. So, like, I mean, Urban Meyer already. Got away. Up, so, like, I'm not, I don't have too much, <laughs> have too much faith in, in Jacksonville. Um, did we talk about that? Like, hey. him hiring the strength kid? 
No, straight coach from they Iowa. Didn't yeah. yeah, who had a checkered pass that they didn't seem to find somehow. But... I think, yeah, we did. I'm pretty you know sure. why he got fired from the damn team? Like, less than a year ago. <laughs> like, I don't know how it <laughs> – whatever. Yeah. So, again, like, I, I don't have much faith in Urban Meyer's decision-making if that was, like, one of his first hirings. Ken, when you – jokes aside, though, when you saw that Wentz was off the board for the Bears, mm-hmm. did you – were you concerned at all? Were you just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever, I don't really care? Um, I'm not going to say I was concerned. But I wanted to know what direction are we going to go now? <clears throat> and we still haven't really entertained Cam. Cam is out here. Um, <laughs> I don't see why, you know, that should be one of the main focal points. But, you know, the Bears, we do what we do, man. And we just Bears just continue to lose every fucking year. <laughs> no one yeah. knows. We don't know how to get a fucking quarterback. Now, when we say that, it's a problem. But, right. You know, I mean, it's secure with that, didn't it? At this yeah. point, he, he hey. I saw man, I saw somebody making a crack at the Packers too. They was like uh talking about how Aaron Rodgers is engaged. Mm-hmm. And they was like, Yeah, that's the you know, they like that's the, the only, only ring he'll get. Yeah. <laughs> like because his fiance was saying, I don't really know him as a football player. Like I know him as, you know, the guy who wants to host Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And the post <laughs> I saw was like, I know him as the guy who lost four straight NFC championship games. I was like, dang, like motherfuckers just be loose, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Can you just congratulate him on getting engaged nope. without <laughs> nope? You have no breathing room. To be fair, Paul George got pretty much the same exact jokes. So he just ran some. Yeah, repeat. he did. Yeah, he did. But wasn't that a completely different scandalous, different kind of story? W- one could argue. That Paul George bore more responsibility in his team losing <laughs> than Aaron Rodgers did with his team. So, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a longer history of losing. Of losing because he's he gets there four straight. That too. But anywho, how do y'all feel about this trade for both sides, either side? Did you think one side won over the other, or you feel like it's a pretty fair, fair shake? Uh, just one thing before we move off of Chicago. I think I saw that they hadn't even reached out to Philly about Wentz. Like, they had no interest in him. So, I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes you feel better or worse. Like, it's not like they were even in running. Like, they were like, oh, no thanks. Well, who have we reached out to? Technically, free agency hasn't started yet, so. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but every, every fucking week it's a different, oh, we're going to go for this guy. Oh, we're going to do this guy. Like, Teddy Bridgewater is available still? Yeah, that's still an upgrade from what y'all got. Yeah. Yeah, ain't free agent, though. Like you just got to no, wait. I, I, no, I thought, they're trying I thought to he just him. signed. Yeah, I thought he just signed last year. Like they're trying to find. I thought, I thought it was Teddy B. Uh, uh. But yeah, Trey, how y'all feel about it? Um, I think that it can turn out as a win-win because again, they got great offensive line, one of the best offensive lines, if not the best. Well, outside of Packers, but uh, one of the best offensive lines in the league. <clears throat> so he should be able to stand upright as opposed to in Philly when he was getting smacked. So, like I said, they got the money, this free agency. I'm sure they'll probably go after somebody if because they, they got to replace T.Y. Hilton if they don't bring him back. So he'll at least have some weapons to throw to because he still got Michael Pittman over there. And uh, Eric Pat was it Eric Pascal, I think, something like that. He played for the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the wide receiver. Uh, they got another wide receiver over there. I'm sorry. But, um, no, I think they'll be, they'll be good with Wentz at quarterback. Um, and then for the Eagles, they eating $33 million. Yeah, that's the that's a most dead cap space like in NFL history, if I remember correctly. But there, that was about as best they're gonna get. And I mean, they, they still, you, still right. you, you said what? 
I said it's a two that can turn into a one, right? Right, and then more than likely they'll probably get that one because again they got a, they got a good line. Let's unless he's just that injury prone, like he should be able to be stick around and be good enough for both them to make the playoffs. So I think it's, it's a win win because the Eagles will end up with uh, more draft capital and things like that, and they got off of wins. They if they don't get another quarterback, then they'll show a lot of faith in Jalen Hurts. So we'll see how it goes, but they got other holes they need to fill too. Pause. Um, <laughs> crazy that he got traded before his extension even kicked in. Like that's how quickly things went bad in Philly. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about it overall, like this is this is a big L for Philly. Like y'all put a yeah. lot of money, y'all invested a lot to get this dude, and your return was two picks. Mm-hmm. You gave up like five to get him, and then you signed him to an extension. But they get the restart. Yeah, and they're not. Hey. They reset the culture, at least, or at least instill some. Sometimes some you got to take it. Sometimes you got to take an L, yeah. and that's what they had to do because they need to move in a new direction, and they just yeah. had to eat that one, in my opinion. And I like it for for the Colts. So, and I like it for Wentz. Like he had his most success under Frank Wright. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds like he was closer to Wright than he was to Peterson, yep. or at least like they were more in in sync. So. Mm-hmm. It put, that's this is probably like the best situation that he could have asked for. So mm-hmm. now it's kind of up to him. Yeah, we'll yeah, see if last fun. year was <laughs> a sign of things to come or if it was a fluke. They gonna Definitely be a problem for him to do well. They gonna be a problem because I feel like he gonna he gonna really flourish in that system. I, I mean, Philip Philip Rivers carried him like he did a, he did decent I mean, enough they, for, for them to be good, and Philip's arm was halfway dead. So yeah. <laughs> and they got a really good running game. Yeah, really good running game. So it's making life a lot easier. Like, yeah, he gonna they the Colts are gonna be a problem. I can see it. it's gonna be an interesting season. Definitely is. Shout out to the Australian Open winners, Novak Djokovic, his 18th title, 18th major. He he's, he's I remember a couple years ago we had a conversation where Eric asked like, shouldn't he be mentioned more with Nadal and Federer? Mm-hmm. And now he mm-hmm. within two, within two. So Nadal gonna talk about me. <laughs> and that's what I said on Saturday when I was talking to you. But I'm like, dude, like he gonna make sure that you say my name, bro. Are you wild? And of course, Congrats. we got to shout out Naomi Osaka. She just won her fourth major title, twenty three. Did y'all watch? Congrats! Congrats! For sure, congrats. Did y'all I watch the semi-final match with her and Serena? I missed no? it. No? Can, did Can we you start watch putting it? them on different sides of the bracket? Like, I'm tired of meeting in semifinals yeah, and quarterfinals. Like, I want finals. Exactly. Hey, listen. Serena, <clears throat> her ranking had to go up. She was she was ranked low. It just happened to fall that way. But ooh, it wasn't good for my girl, Serena. It wasn't <laughs> good for my girl. I was really hoping we would get, like, a three-set thriller, like, something that would go down in mm-hmm. history and Serena came out strong, but you could tell Naomi was nervous and mm-hmm. Serena could have went up three old in that first set. And she tricked off that third game. And then Naomi just started rolling. She, she got that confidence back. She said, okay, mm-hmm. we here, we here, we ready. We good. And watching her play is like watching a young Serena. Like she is just so powerful. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is ridiculously powerful. And she cleaned Serena up two sets. Mm-hmm. Weird. Like, I've seen them next to each other, and, like, I've I've seen them separate, and it's like, it 
seems weird that Naomi is taller than Serena, but she is. <laughs> like it's just, it's just odd. Like yeah, <laughs> like she just seems like all smaller. like you would think it'd be the other way yeah, around. Exactly. But but yeah, so like she got some power that, on that end, right? Like Naomi is a beast. Like and I mean that in the best possible way. Like she's just like you know mm-hmm. physically overpowering, yeah. and like she has the technical game. So mm-hmm. I think you know. Not that this was the passing of the torch, but like the next couple of years are hers. May have been if she wanted. I mean, I'm saying like I think the torch got passed a little while ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, this isn't more so a torch passing as like you can see Serena helped build this. Like mm-hmm. she encouraged girl. Like this isn't like a legacy right here. This isn't unless they're a torch passing, but like Serena and Venus, like they are very, very, very important to the sport. Mm-hmm. They inspired a lot of little black girls to pick up a tennis racket and play. Mm-hmm. They made me play for two years because I was like, damn, they call. Let me just go out here and try this out. Like, it's real. Yeah. It's real. And and to see Naomi and how much respect she has for Serena, too, like, it's it's dope. It's dope. But, like, I've seen the conversation coming out of that match. Like, oh, Serena needs to retire. It's like, if, if she's just getting whooped by, like, the best player in the world, like that's gonna happen. It's not like right. she's not better than pretty much everybody else. You know what I mean? Like so, like I people she be kind of alluded no to dirt, it. huh? I said I thought she kind of alluded to it afterwards. Like she was emotional afterwards, it. right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. But I, I, I just feel like everybody else was like all the time. Lost. It, right? I feel like everybody else was trying to pile on. Like, oh yeah, it's time. Like she needs to go. Like she can't beat. Like if there's one if person she that she can't to- beat. Right, if she decides to walk away, it's not because she doesn't think she, like, she'll walk away when she thinks she doesn't have it, but she yeah. was playing very well in this tournament up until she got against Naomi. So, mm-hmm. like, she still has something in the tank. I don't think it's over for her. Like, you just got to play tennis. You never know, because Fed went a while without winning, and he got another one, and it was just like, you got to just play the game. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. Oh, NBA All-Star rosters. <laughs> Um, did we add in the reserves? Yep. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So all-star reserves were named like an hour ago. Um, so the rosters are, um, starting for the East, we got Kyrie Irving, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, who's the captain, uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo and Joel Embiid. The reserves are James Harden, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Ben Simmons and Nikola Vucevic. Um, do we want to go? Do we want to go mm. conference by conference, or do everything right and then? Mm. Damn, they done snub my boy Chris Mid. They done snub my boy mm. Ben Simmons. Yeah, no, nah. mm. no. Nah. Damn, Damn. man. I don't know about that one, boss. Julius Randle? I, no, I, I can, said I can see Julius. I said Randall. he. I, Julius, I said he had a great season. He has had a great season. He was on my fringe, but over Chris Middleton? No, Ben Simmons stepped up defensively this year, but offensively, it, it, the stats are really not there. Middleton definitely should should be an all should be awesome. Mm. Like mm. that don't even make sense, honestly. I mean, wasn't they kind of like wrapping all of this up during our five game skit? Yep. Yeah. So bad timing. And he was, uh, he's kind of rough. <laughs> so yeah, because Toronto. Timing just, is everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Toronto was a house of horrors for Chris Middleton. <laughs> so, uh, oh, other snubs I've seen from the East uh, include Trey Young and Tobias Harris. So, 
I didn't think Tobias Harris was an all-star as is. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Trey on my list personally. Um, but no, I saw I felt but I don't really think Trey's an all-star, so I don't consider that a snub. Only snub is Chris Middleton in the East, in my opinion. And you can argue, you can argue which one to take off. I would take off Ben Simmons for Chris Middleton, but yeah. I think he deserves to be on that team. One thing that I have seen spring up like on Twitter since the rosters have been named is that I think as individual, like as fans of individual teams, like we see what our players are doing. It's like all these numbers like me, like are usually an automatic all-star break, all-star break. Um, but what's happening is that scoring is so far up this season and efficiency is so far up this season that like, you really do have to like look at the numbers across the board to see like, oh damn, like this person is like, you know, like, like, like it's like, yeah, Chris is doing, you know, 20 points a game, 50, 40, 90. But, you know, like there are like seven or eight players in the league that are flirting with 50, 40, 90, if not above it. A bunch of people are averaging like 22 plus, you know, like, and Chris doesn't have the argument of best team in the East or best record in the league like he has the last two years. So I get it. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I mean, Boston is also struggling, but they got two all-stars. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. Congrats to those who did make the team, though. I'm not going to be like, oh, y'all don't deserve – like, y'all could – like, Ben Simmons was on my short list, too, of, of French all-stars. So congrats to everybody who did make the team. Especially Julius Randle. Especially Julius Randle. And Zach Levine. Congrats to Zach, for sure, for sure. That motherfucker been hooping. Yeah. His game has really evolved. Like, I did did not look at Zach Levine favorably, like, over the course of the show. You can go back a couple years and hear me, like, trashing Zach Levine. (laughs) That young man has grown his game beautifully. Like, congrats on that all-star bid. And I don't remember if I said it on the show or if it was just a conversation between the four of us, but, like, I was definitely like, man, we should probably, like, I'm, I'm talking myself into Zach Levine, like, as being, like, the piece that the Bucks added over the over last offseason. And, like, I think in a certain, in a certain, I looked at it as in a certain role, like, I think he could be, you know, whatever, but, like, seeing him, like, actually lead the Bulls and Mm-hmm. Like scoring efficiently, and, I mean his defense is still trash, mm-hmm. but like, like Jabari, he's, he's trying he harder get, now. He don't get paid to uh, he don't get paid to play defense. Okay? Like, he's doing what he needs to be doing, which is scoring and doing a, a little bit better job of facilitating. So, Shasta, looking at his last couple games, it was what 30, and twenty six. And if he don't do it, they're not gonna have a shot to win. So, <laughs> <laughs> like it's Ugh. yeah, yeah. He's well, he's shit. doing his job. <clears throat> so then, in the West, the stars are Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, uh, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James was the captain, and Nikola Jokic. Um, the bench is Chris Paul, Paul George, oh. Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Zion Williamson and Anthony Davis, who was injured, so they'll have to name a replacement. Mm-hmm. I am not mad at the West team at all. Yeah, they got it. The biggest snub I've seen from the West is considered to be Devin Booker. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, again, it's like who you, who do you take off? Like that's always the thing. It's like if right, you don't exactly somebody's a snub, like who are you taking off? Mm-hmm. And I do think that Chris Paul is more important to the Suns' success than. 
Devin yeah. Booker is. So if you can only take one son, like I would say Paul. So because you're not gonna take Paul George off. Nope. No. You're not gonna no, take no. Dan. Regular mean, season, Paul George. <laughs> Get him up out of here. Get him out. <laughs> you ain't gonna take Donovan off. You ain't gonna take Gobert. Like yeah, and then Zion, you ain't taking Zion. AD, no, no. no. Like I said AD. Like, he'd be the only one because he injured, so he'd probably replace him. So well, yeah, I think both will back as Yeah, and actually, I think I saw that Kevin Durant's out at least through the All Star break. So I don't know if he'll be a candidate for injury replacement, but hmm. We'll see. we'll see. It should be which uh, squad do y'all think is a stronger team? Um, uh, I do just want to note that it is like the same thing where they're drafted, but for the sake of oh, the they conversation, yeah, I thought they said they were doing east, so they changed it. They're not just doing east west no more. No, at least that was the last thing I saw. But I, I, that's I, why they have the captains again because they said they was going to draft yeah. again. Mm, okay. Because the initial reports was like it's going to be just east versus west. I'm like, why? Like that don't. Why? Unless they, get and they are bringing back that, uh, no, the the Elam ending too. Good, because that was that was cracking. That's gonna be good too. Yes, yeah, um, Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, hmm. we'll have that conversation. All Star Draft is March fourth. Okay. And then the All Star Game is March seventh. What's that next week? Tuesday. Uh, the fourth is next week, Tuesday. Thursday. Yeah. All right, cool. Cam, <laughs> oh, Cam. So, I got – all right, so, one, Camille got the clip for Cam Newton, so we'll just listen to it first, and then I'll ask a question. I mean, you could ask your question first, too, so the people who don't know what's about to be asked can think about it as they hear in the video. They can be formulating their opinions. Um, thinking, it, thinking it over. That's somebody trying to pay for time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess um, I, I, it may not even be a question, but more so a conversation about these little motherfuckers here. So damn respectful, <laughs> my guy. <clears throat> I mean, damn, they won't have had to blow the whistle because it's some grown motherfuckers out here defending this little ass too. It was, yeah. <clears throat> All right, this is the the interaction that took place. So you get the gist. Yeah. To set the scene, like this this is an uh, interaction that happened at Cam Newton's football camp. Yeah, it was right? no, Cam's. It, it was it was it was not Cam's oh, football camp. Okay, that that was a internet it's report uh yeah they got they got duped it was like a myrtle beach seven versus seven tournament well either way it was at it was at a football yeah camp environment in which cam <laughs> Newton, you know former league mvp heisman trophy winner national championship winner you know super bowl playing quarterback millionaire <laughs> multi-millionaire <laughs> former Multi. highest paid player in nfl history you know largest contract in nfl history cameron newton that guy, um, yeah, he got into it with like a little camper who kept calling him poor and set, talking about <gasps> Asian and calling him trash and all the stuff that you heard in the clip. So, and I guess again, it goes back to like the, the respect shit because I feel like it's just going out the window now with this internet era, not just with the kids, but with the adults too. It's like people just 
don't give a shit no more. <laughs> just, I'm just let it fly because one, you too rich to be hitting me. And so <laughs> it's just, I don't give a shit because I'm going to get these likes. Yeah, like, I think that first point especially is the issue. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm like the least violent person that y'all know, but I think that people recognize that there's a lack of rep- repercussions. It's like, I can say whatever I want because you're not going to hit me or like nothing, you know, like if Cam Newton says the wrong thing and the clip goes viral, like then he, you know, like Cam got to watch what he says, so he can't say anything to really hurt the kid's feelings. So it's kind of like, I can say whatever because nothing's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's like, you know, people stop being afraid of getting punched in the mouth <laughs> for the things that come out of their mouth. So again, like, you know, it perpetuates like that cycle where it's just like, I can say whatever I want. It, you know. And Cam ended up posting more about that later because the initial videos were posted kind of saying like Cam tight, like Cam mad, like this kid got Cam out of character. So Cam came out himself and re- released more footage from like what happened after that, just to be like, it wasn't even like that. Like, no, I wasn't mad. Like I was legit trying to ask him to talk to his dad because I was like, I need to know more about this kid here. Like what is his actual deal? So I'm going to play a little bit of it. He posted on his Facebook because he was like, it's not as serious as y'all keep making it. No, no disrespect. You know, if you want some attention, I'm gonna give you some attention. The right way, bro. The right way. When do y'all play? What was y'all record today, then? No, two and two and one. What did you do? <laughs> no, I, I wasn't able to see because y'all was two. Cameras on me. All right, bro. What did he do, man? Does he play? He got speed. <laughs> he got speed. No, he's playing. He's yeah, yeah. Oh. Going huh? Going nah, you ain't, don't act shy, you nah, bro. Don't <laughs> act shy. I, right yeah, I, I, I couldn't see today. You watch YouTube. Are you watch YouTube? I know you do. You, you can't watch your shots, man. What you do? No, I'm really trying to catch you. Like I try to see, like what you, what you. We do that shit for real, though. I'm like, you rap that two one five. Two oh five. Two one five. Two one five. Okay, cool. I'm just like. Please don't be one to miss me. Like, like you said something to me, then I go, I'm really trying to talk to you. I'm not trying to like crack no jokes. I'm just really trying to ask a simple question. I'm so, I, it's, it's your fault why everybody's looking, but I'm really just trying to ask a question. But you never said what you did. You and said, at that point, the, the young man's coach comes over and he's kind of like, I guess he caught wind of what was happening and was like, this needs to end right now. Like, this is not a good look. And he kind of just, and Cam keeps like, it's no disrespect, coach. Like, I'm, it's, I'm just trying to talk. Like, I saw. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I mean, I guess that, that was the right way because at the end that's of the day, all you all can right, do. <laughs> you want all the attention, we'll go put it on you. What you do? <laughs> Are you fast? That's it? <laughs> was that the kids saying like you you got YouTube like I know you see yeah me. yeah that was, that was the, the kids saying it like you got YouTube yeah. you see me like no 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 and the internet oh, looked him up he thinks that a like, man that has played in the Super Bowl with a hundred million people watching is watching his little YouTube clips is that what he's saying like you know who I am <laughs> I'm on YouTube <laughs> all right I mean some of them do be having like there's this one I watched and he'd be having like Tyreek Hill on his and he's met Cam and they like know who he is when they meet him too. Like it's, it's some of these little football uh, YouTubers, they are pretty popular. They are pretty popular. But is I mean, he one of them? 
Right. No. Like, no. I don't know. Like, no. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> no. <laughs> he ain't one of them. That's funny. But Cam handled that really the only way he could have and respected him for keeping his yeah. cool because sure. oh, no, I would have been disrespectful right back. Okay, little buddy tried it. He was trying. Yeah, he would have called me. Talking about I'm poor, like I'm still rich. <laughs> like we from Milwaukee, I will rib you. Like, so <laughs> don't play with me. Bring your daddy over so I can rib him too. <laughs> the moment you start walking up, ass, <laughs> <laughs> I've been throwing them fun coupons. Like you broke, you broke, you broke. <laughs> so, Danny Ainge, you know, the GM of the of the Boston Celtics, he mm. went on the sports radio show. Uh, the sports hub, Tulcher and Rich. Shout out to y'all because you know y'all y'all got this exclusive. And he was discussing this team. He was being pretty honest. Mm-hmm. They asked him what he thinks about his team as it currently is constructed. And you know, can they win the title? The Celtics can they can they bring home the championship? And he responded like, "I do not. No, mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> they're not good enough to win a championship." He said, "Who is it?" He said, "I'm a direct quote." Our roster obviously is not good. I mean, we are a 14-14 team. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's who we are. This team, where we are, 14-14. If there's somebody to blame, this is Danny Ainge to blame. This is not Brad Stevens. It's not Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. It's not, like, good enough right now. We all know that, and you know we need to get better, end quote. And he said that before they had that uh, meltdown against the Pelicans. So <laughs> they were up by yeah. 24 in the second half and lost. That's some wild wow. shit. That's some wild shit. What's going on in Boston? What's going on with these Celtics? Not good. Shit. I don't even know, man. <laughs> like he just told you they're not good. <laughs> I mean, like, think about how much talent they've lost over like the last three years without replacing them. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie. Gordon Hayward, Al Jefferson, not Al Jefferson, Al Horford. Right, I was in Horford. Uh, what's the kid that went to uh, Terry Rozier? Terry yeah, Rozier. Yeah. Now he's scary. Terry in Charlotte. <laughs> it is scary now. <laughs> I mean, like most of those people just walked, like without them getting anything back. Like Terry, at least, like they could turn into, um, they turned into Kimball Walker, but he's been hurt. So, and I think uh, Marcus Smart's been out a lot. Yeah, they don't really have like the the front court depth like they should. Like Teague's been terrible. Who has Teague? I mean, like he's been kind of washed for a couple years now. So it's like if you were signing him, expecting him to be the savior, like they were. That was a failure by (laughs) Danny Ainge. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think that they've just like there's been a talent drain um, where. Four or five years ago, like they were set up to just own the future. No, had a deep squad yeah. too, right? Like, and they had all those draft picks. Like, they can make whatever trade they wanted, and he sat on them because he was happy about like what what they had, and mm-hmm. he didn't build up a culture that enticed people to stay. Um, he mismanaged his assets, so mm. like now they got to try to build that back up. I mean, they do have like the two foundational pieces so like the hardest part is over like now it's just about you know maximizing the roster around him mm-hmm. i don't think he did that coming into this season yeah he 
named those two personal like he named them for a reason like he wanted to be like just make sure y'all know right <laughs> like, this ain't on y'all y'all my boys y'all my stars y'all 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 safe here y'all safe here i mean it's not for lack of trying for them they're two cornerstone pieces though like them cats have been hooping mm-hmm. it's just yeah they got Everybody else. more help yeah <laughs> yeah the Minnesota I mean, again, like Kimba is their highest paid player, and he's missed most he's of the season. Bad. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't say inconsistent, which I guess if you're not going to give me a baseline every night, then I, I can't really trust you in a big situation. So I guess you could consider that to be bad <laughs> because being able trust. to give you 36 one day and then he, he gets you seven, and then you'd be like, <laughs> what? Wait a minute. But each game he's giving up another twenty-five to twenty-eight on the other side. Like Yeah. It's like a Steve Novak coach told him, like, yo, I don't expect you to play defense that good. Like I know that. But if your guy scored two, then you better score three. Like you do not get outscored when you were on this court. That's all I ask. Mm. So if you can't play defense and you also ain't generating no offense, well, you, ain't got no, yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no spot here. The Timberwolves fired their coach, Ryan Saunders, and hired Toronto's assistant, Chris Finch, the same night. <laughs> that was new. That was quick. <laughs> out, just out the blue. Just, <laughs> like, hi there, boss. Speed down. <laughs> it's like, you got uh, a job. You want a job? You hired right now. Mm-hmm. It's I like had you, no prior no conversations to this. <laughs> It's like how you you got people signing hundred million dollar contracts at twelve oh one after free agency mm-hmm. opens up. Like, oh damn, y'all have negotiated that big ass contract in thirty seconds. <laughs> it was like magic. Hundred million dollars at my doorstep. Like, how they do said, that? sign here, nigga. Say <laughs> <laughs> <Day> less. <laughs> that was the whole conversation. Didn't review mm-hmm. the contract or not? Twelve oh one. I was done. Say Rich less. A bitch. Say oh less. God, just give me the yeah. <laughs> give me the contract. But yeah, uh, Minnesota's been bad, but uh, their roster, when healthy, was going to be a stretch, in my opinion, to make the playoffs. And Cat was out. <laughs> now Russ is out. Yeah. And. So, right. I mean, Edwards got highlights. Those yeah, that, that dunk was crazy. That dunk was. That dunk was ridiculous. That, like yeah. I watched it and I was just kind of like, I, did my eyes see what I? You damn. Like, <laughs> that was my favorite. I'm asking myself. He pushed off. No, 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 bro. No. He did not push off. No. He, no. he caught a bot. Like then he fell on him too. Like that made it even more disrespectful. Like it was, it was a great dunk. That's dunk of the year in my opinion. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a dunk that got me that excited in a while. Like mm. not even just like over like the last year. And, and I like, watched Giannis. Like, I, so I say, see like, some crazy stuff. <laughs> maybe when Giannis jumped over Tim Hardaway. Like, that's the last yes. note for the one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, add that to the highlights. Like, shout out to that young man for that one. And then you got yeah. haters on Twitter. Like, yeah, but he only had seven points and he missed 13 shots. It's like, like let, it, just, let us enjoy it enough. Exactly. Like, it's a highlight. Like, people can enjoy it. You know, basketball is meant to be fun. It's meant to be entertaining. Buzz Killington's everywhere, dog. Like, ain't nobody going to remember his stat line. They're going to remember the dunk. Like, that's what (laughs) – he is immortalized now in NBA history. Like, that is a dunk that's going to be played forever. And it's not like anybody saying, like, because he did that dunk, he is now the greatest – you know, he's the rookie of the year now. He's the next coming to Michael Jordan. Like, it's a dunk, man. Like, just enjoy the highlight. If anything, he should be in a dunk contest. Say that. He should, yeah. Exactly. He should be in a dunk contest. 
That that dunk might be worth some money soon. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna talk about that uh whatever it's called, hot shot, top drop, drop top, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> top shot like pop, pop lock, whatever it's called. Uh yeah, but back to Minnesota. Uh yeah, and like De- Brian Saunders, I think he was put into a position where he wasn't ready. Um, but it was a they fired story. whoever their previous coach was, and he was the next one up. He was Flip Saunders' son, so yeah, you know, the sentimental favorite. But I mean, he's he's what thirty three now, I think. Like I could see him, you know, spending some time on somebody else's bench and then coming back in a couple years as a, being ready to be a head coach. Um, but yeah, like they just haven't been good, and like they haven't really progressed. Um, developmentally wise, like it's, it's one thing to be bad, but if your young players aren't getting better while you're being bad, like mm-hmm. you, yeah. you're not gonna keep your job. Um, at least develop, yeah. But I mean, like, he's had he had I know a lot of people are outraged because him being fired, like, the natural successor to be the interim coach would have been David Vanderpool, who's a black coach, he spent a lot of time on Portland's bench. Um, I know. CJ and Dane were both on Twitter, like this bullshit, like mm-hmm. that they went out to find his replacement. Um, and the front office is kind of defending it because their GM spent a lot of time with Finch. I think they were like part of the same G League uh, operation, um, essentially. Um, so there's like the prior relationship that they kind of built off of, but that's kind of one of the problems where it's like, okay, black people aren't getting these jobs in the front offices. So like they don't, they aren't black coaches aren't able to make these relation, you know, build these relationships with, you know, they aren't able to leverage their relationships with people that they've come up with because like black people aren't in the higher end positions. Mm-hmm. There's um, that, that circle that we have uh, or that league of extraordinary gentlemen that you can just kind of rub elbows with and voila, there's a, Front office job. GM, what's your name on it? I called you at 701. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, yeah, bro. No, that's it's, – it's, it is bullshit. Like I said, it's premeditated because, no, nah, you ain't just having on speed down. That conversation, that period out of thin there. And you probably already – you've easily had the conversation about the internal hire. But instead, I kind of agree with Damon. And, like, you decided to go out the way, completely <laughs> out the way. During the season. During the season, not with somebody who's already, like you said, has the relationship. Like, even if he's not the head coach, you still have some relationship with the players. Out the way to go grab somebody else to bring them in. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when Jason Kidd came in and took uh, Larry Drew's job. And people were talking about, oh, Jason Kidd, that's that's messed up. Like, you came in and stole somebody's job. Like, mm-hmm. Brian Sanders coached a game that day. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a new coach before he went to sleep. Like... That's but I don't hear anybody talk about Chris Finch came in and stole Ryan Saunders' job. Like, it's a double standard. Did he dirty Mac him? He dirty Mac. <laughs> <laughs> dirty Mac just went into a job. Like, look at him. He can't even win no games. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> give me a shot. Y'all thought y'all was looking at me anyways when y'all hired him. So you might as well just give me a call back. Nah, he better be the second coming of, of playing Eric Spolstra or <laughs> Pat Riley. Because <laughs> like, if you if you do all this to hire this man and they go seven and 24 in their next couple games. Like I don't want to hear nothing. This is a fact. Speaking of records though. So y'all know Deion Sanders, prime time mm-hmm. hall of famer, head coach of the Jackson state university football team. He made I'm his coaching done. debut. 
this past week, and they won 53-0, blowout, big blowout. And, you know, he came to the, the, the press conference after the game to do his little spiel, and he was looking a little down. He had some mixed emotions because he said that his personal items were stolen from the coach's office during the game. But the school after that was like, oh, no, actually, they were misplaced, but they were found. In and his then, office. And then Deion Sanders went on Twitter and was like, no, they were stolen. Like, <laughs> like I know for a fact mm-hmm. that they were they were stolen. It was stolen. We caught them. We got the stuff back. But it was stolen. So the school tried to cover their ass. Like, no, no, no. He just misremembered. He misremembered. <laughs> and he came back and said, fuck you talking about? We caught that motherfucker. That, that was one of the situations where I felt like it was the raw emotion because he he just saw his stuff was missing. So mm-hmm. when he and you know how Deion Sanders is, he is going to say exactly what he's thinking when he's thinking it. Yeah. Ain't no sugarcoating it or nothing. So he came out and said what he said, and the school was probably like, "We got to clean this up a little bit. This does not reflect well on us at all." So they try to clean it up, and instead of him going along with that, he said, "I ain't no liar. I told y'all what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it got stolen." But I mean, like as as the head of that football program, as the lead ambassador for that school, like a part of that role is sometimes you gotta take a bullet for, you know, for the program, like, mm-hmm. and and then clean it up like internally, like don't let this shit get out, like don't you know come out accusing, you know, I'm at this black school and these niggas is stealing from me, like that's the wrong yeah. message to send after your first your game, TV. you know what I mean? And you, you, you're Deion Sanders. Like, you know that that's going to get attention. Like, no, it's not right that somebody stole from him. And no, it's not right that the school essentially lied on him. But at the same time, like, you should maybe go to administration before going on going to the press conference. Like, yeah, niggas stealing from him. Like, it's, it's ways to handle this to make, you know, if you're there to build up the school and build up the program, like, how does this reflect the on either one of those institutions? Mm-hmm. And he called out, like, That's, you know, everybody needs to be better. Security needs to be better. The school needs to be better because they stealing from it. Like, come on, fam. Like, because when, when you hire Deion Sanders, you get Deion Sanders. Like, that's – to me, that's what it boils down to. He don't have that that internal, like – you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, some people have it in them where they're able to mediate and they just kind of know, like, this is what I should say at this moment. It's what I, I should say. This is going to look too far. Like, Deion going to say what Deion going to want. Like, you you hired him. <laughs> And that's why I make it like that's why I'm concerned from the jump. Like I'm like this this it, they gonna be here for a good time, like a long time. Because if this is happening after game one, I don't see you know Deion Sanders being at Jackson State for the next ten years. I could see some players liking that though. I could see some people being kind of like, okay, like he gonna he he high, higher standard. He gonna say what he gonna say, but I respect him. You never know. Deion Sanders has gotten a lot by being Deion Sanders, so I'm going to just... Uh, he's also gotten in trouble for being Deion Sanders. <laughs> That's very... That is very, very true. Lots of it, so... Looking at prime prep. That is. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on from that. All right, well, San Diego Padres and shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. have agreed to a 14-year... Ext- I mean, 14-year... I say that again. 14... Year extension. 14. That is ridiculous. For $340 million. Tatis Jr. is 22. 
and made his major league debut in 2019 with San Diego. His two years with him, he's batted 301, 374, and 582 with the 39 home runs and 98 RBI. Like 14 years. 14 years. 14 years. <clears throat> That's a whole teenager. Bro. It'd be 36. It's hard to even commit to marriage. I tell you, you're going to be driving by that time. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you committing 14 years to one player, B? Like, $340 million to go with it. Qu- question, for, question for the baseball guys. Like, where the fuck is San Diego getting this money from? Like, they signed Machado. They signed, obviously, they gave Tatis this money. Have, I think they just got... They ain't really uh, been spending money, though, over the years, though. So. They may have had... Did they get new owners? Maybe they've got new they, owners. They have to got like some Maybe influx of cash from a new owner because they are splurging, splurging. Then they bring uh, Blake Snell. He went to San Diego, right? Yeah, but he like San Diego. Yeah, picked up a lot of like like them and the Dodgers. I would say seems like an arms race <laughs> between the Dodgers and Padres. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But um, in essence, you can think of it as a discount too. Oh. I mean, because he's spreading it out for so long. Yeah, it's fourteen oh. years for three forty. It ain't thirty four mil a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is like if he got to like the end of his contract, got through arbitration and all that shit. Like if he hits the open market, like yeah, he's at twenty at twenty eight or whatever it is. Like he would break the bank then and probably still get fourteen for four hundred or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> so like it is it is a deal. It, it's a uh, huge but, like it's showing faith in him too. Reading. You know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. It's the team like, oh, we expect you to be really good for this. It's one. a no trade clause too. Yeah. I think he has a no trade clause in it too. It, it works for both parties. Like mm-hmm. he gets the commitment, he gets like his guaranteed payday, and like y'all said, he gets or they get him at a at a lower rate, pretty much. So it's a deal for for both of them. And it's but, not a severe uh, underpay like Acuna was in uh, Atlanta. Like this is actually market value, I think, currently, but. For what it could be, I think it's a it's a bit of a deal for the team. What's the name of that uh, baseball player who gets paid every year? Bobby, Bobby Bonilla. Uh, Bonilla. Bonilla. Yeah. yeah, he he's still gonna get paid a year after uh, this contract. <laughs> Just letting y'all know, he's still gonna be getting some paper. Okay. Oh, yeah, you know, getting checks. I'm still getting still getting checks. That is funny. Let me best luck. Forever Man. checks. Man, twenty five years. Shoot. <laughs> what I would do. What I would do. Okay. I want to play a little game with you guys. Okay. Yeah. So the list came out of the top 10 uh, teams with the highest TV rating. So the top 10 draws okay. in the NBA. Okay. Can y'all guess the teams in the top 10? In the NBA. In the NBA. Top ten teams. Go with Knicks and Lakers, just because mm-hmm. Lakers are size. number one. Golden State. Golden State number three. Brooklyn. You say yeah. who? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn is four. Knicks. Uh, Dallas. Wait, you said Knicks? I said Knicks. No Knicks. Dallas. Dallas is number eight. Wait, hold on. Uh, Time out. This is like local or like national TV ratings. This is uh, national. Oh, okay. So that'll be all. Entire then, national, yeah. Hmm. So who we got? Milwaukee. So far? Huh? Milwaukee so on there. Milwaukee is on there. Milwaukee is number nine. Okay. okay. So okay. y'all are missing 
the tenth ranked team, mm-hmm. the seventh ranked team, mm-hmm. the sixth rank, the fifth, and the second. Wait, Number hmm. one was the Lakers. Right. Is Portland on there? Portland, Portland, Portland. No Portland. No. Clippers. The Clippers. Number two. So LA. So y'all got one and two. Lakers one, Clippers two, Warriors three, Nets four. Number five, y'all don't. Y'all five and six. You haven't guessed yet, or seven. You got eight, which is Dallas. You got nine, which is Milwaukee, and then you're missing New Orleans. New Orleans is on there. That is correct. They are number seven. Okay. Um, what about Miami? Miami is ten. Okay. Um, Memphis. No. I might have. Now we've been guessing for a while, so y'all might have said these two, and I didn't hear you. Boston and Philly. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I won't watch them No, but I can see they they do have a. Big Boston market. was five, and okay. 76ers were were six. So yeah. the top ten view teams in the league, just to hear that list in its entirety. The Lakers at number one, 1.5 million average viewership. Clippers at 1.3. Warriors at 1.3. Nets at 1.2. Celtics at 1.2. 76ers at 1.2. I'm rounding up. Pelicans, 1.1. Mavericks, 1.1. Bucks, 1.1. And then the Heat, about a solid one. So, there you go. Y'all, y'all did pretty good. I did pretty good. Team almost. almost. <laughs> the Elimination Chamber was this past weekend. Did y'all watch? I did. I did. Oh, yeah. we got three out of four. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> three out of four. But you think enjoyed the pay per view? Yeah. Did you um. Think? Yeah, I would say I, I I I did enjoy it. Um, I think that the Spoiler. alert. Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 um. I was totally thrown off by Miz winning the championship at the end. That um, made the pay-per-view for me. I was just like, oh, I was like, damn, what the fuck? Like that, That's where I was at. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Because I really like Drew McIntyre. Like, really? Drew, yeah, I do. I don't Drew know why. Nice. Oh, yeah, I like Drew, Drew McIntyre. Um, but yeah, I was kind of disappointed in um, and, um, Sasha and um, Bay teaming up. Not that I expected them to win. I just expected a better match. I don't know. I think that was the best match that uh, Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax had in a while. Nia Jax finally did hurt somebody. Nia Jax be like like butchering. Shayna. Like for real, for real. I was like, bro, she be out. She could have hurt somebody. You got she got to be careful. I'm like, dog, you got to be careful around that one. She wrecked. You see what Baszler did last night, though? Then somebody get uh wasn't that got her tooth knocked out, right? Yeah, Oscar like Basler kicked Oscar in the face and like I, I heard her front four teeth out. Damn. Damn. I at least saw one like fly out of her mouth. I don't know how yeah, wow. I didn't see that. That's why she was on the ground. That's why she was out the ring for like damn it all match. Wow. I was watching and I was, she was trying to kick her in the st- the shoulder and then like I guess Oscar moved her face like right where Shit. her follow through was going. Damn. That's oh, oh the frontals. Not losing Yikes. teeth. Yeah, but no, just like no, if no. I play professional basketball, football, whatever, like I'm, I'm, I'm having a mouth guard. I'm not losing my teeth. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. Hazner, she be having one, so she was cool. Yeah, yeah she always doing right before. Smart. <laughs> Yikes! And I was just but, saying that they ain't did nothing with Oscar because I'm like, Oscar been 
they have a whole champ they ain't using, and they throw another champ in tag team title matches. Like, what are y'all doing? Oh, question too. What happened to Keith Lee? I thought he was supposed to be in the elimination champ. He got pulled at the last minute, and they said that he was uh, because of an injury. Oh, and I thought maybe he had COVID, but then Mia Yim was just on Raw last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he was. And they had COVID like two weeks ago? Yeah, that's why they got pulled around the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So they said that he's injured now. And Damn, that's, got that's my dude, night. man. I want him to. That's rough. Cause I the, thought he would have won the title that night. The, the rumor is that yeah. he was supposed to win the Rumble. Oh, for real? That's the rumor. I can see that too. That yeah. Keith Lee was supposed that's to win the It was supposed to be Keith and Miyaka. <laughs> That was that I would have thought that dope. that's why that was my hope, but it didn't it didn't work it didn't out come. that way. Yeah. It didn't work yeah. out that way. So. But overall, the pay per view was actually enjoyable. But I didn't go yeah. in with high expectations. I wouldn't say go back and watch it, but watching it in real time was an enjoyable experience. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like my, my brother texted me at like eight thirty, like Biz about to cash in. And I'm like, wait, they in the show already? So like, do pay per views just end at eight thirty now? They end whenever they want to. Yeah, because it did end early. I looked at the clock. I was like, damn, they done with this shit. <laughs> whenever they want to, bro. Sometimes they prolong it. Sometimes they don't. They so, okay, don't. so help me with that. What? So how they've been building the Miz to win? So, so yeah, money happens. in the bank. Yeah. So, yeah. What was interesting yeah, is that same night, he was talking to Bad Bunny backstage because Bad Bunny is there every week. You know, he's the 2007 oh, yeah. champion. And Bad Bunny was pretty much like, do you even have a match on this show? Like, I'm a champion. Like, who are you? Is pretty much what Bad Bunny said to him. And mm-hmm. Miz was just sitting there with the with the IA booty face. He was just salty. <laughs> he was just looking like, dang. Like, what? So I didn't even think about him cashing in because, I mean, like, he just got dunked on by Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. And then he came out and I was like, oh, shoot. Like, it was actually, it was a great cash in. Like, it was exciting. It was. It was. I told Sam, I was like, if you think about it, the Money in the Bank winner technically hasn't won the last two cash-ins. I like because Baron Corbin didn't win. His got messed up. And they took the Miz took it from Otis, who just won the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like, so in essence, the two technical winners, the last two have not done anything with it. So I'm they needed the Money in the Bank winner to cash in again. Because like, it, it's been looking like shit. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but like that kind of that kind of keeps the mystique kind of going because it's like it's not just an automatic, like, you know get the championship card like you actually got to win a match to you don't know to what's do it. so i think that that kind of legitimizes it a little bit more if, if anything like you can't just this is everybody that gets it winning this is his second his second time winning a champ how was his first one because i wasn't watching Miz how was excellent his first heel. Uh, excellent heel okay so his brain was trash though like yeah, <laughs> he viewed it with like jerry jerry lawler and then mm-hmm. he was the third most important person in his view with john cena yeah, so. it was, it I like the, I like the Miz though. Like he's he is good at wrestling. He mm-hmm. ha, he has the personality for it. He cuts great promos. Even when he won the championship and he brought up the angry Miz girl from when he won it before. <laughs> like I hope it's all. I hope all y'all looking like her right now. Like Miz being champion, like that created the second greatest promo package I've ever seen. Uh, uh, like before his WrestleMania match, like they said it to hate me now by Nas. Like go go look it up if you haven't seen it. Like that shit is cool. Which match was it? It was seen. It was the WrestleMania match uh, versus Cena. So Miz versus Cena, and then they did like the. They gave them each their own promo package, like instead of like one big one for the match. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just the Miz, and like they said, it's a heavy now. Yes. Okay. But yeah, uh, it should be good. We got Edge and Roman Reigns confirmed for WrestleMania now, so we have our our headlining match, and I think that's actually going to be a good match. It will be. 
is going to be. <laughs> I was like, hey. Edge is going, uh, yes, it is going to be a great build. Paul Heyman going to have to get his man, his ghostwriting extraordinaire on, bro, because Edge be cutting some promos. I'm like, Roman better be in the back spitting them hot balls, bro. I'm like, Paul Heyman going to be in the back with the pen like a motherfucker. I'm like, the promo is going to be crazy. I'm like, he better, yeah, that's going to be wild. But he also probably was like, damn, Miz just won. Can I, can I ask y'all a music question real quick? You just said mm-hmm. ghostwriters. I just really quick just want to ask y'all this. Do y'all care if a rapper has a ghostwriter? I don't. Like, does it mm. does it alter your opinion of that rapper? No, because you still got to perform and deliver it. Yeah, yeah. I've thought like, about that that's a lot. What matter, like, in reference to Drake, like it, it matters yeah. in the sense of like which conversation how you rank have. how you rank like in relation to other rappers, but like yeah. the enjoyment of the music isn't affected at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like yeah, wrestling. Like it's like. Drake's- to bring it you back know, to wrestling, good. like it's like yeah. you know, like you can be a great wrestler and not be good on the mic, but if you have somebody writing for you, like it don't matter if it don't really matter. Like in the total package of like you being a wrestler, like it matters if you are good on the mic, if you're good in the ring, if you you know, if you sell merch, if you make ratings. But it's like for my enjoyment of the match, like if you in there and like you can go, like mm-hmm. I can enjoy that. Or if you just are only good on the mic, like I can enjoy your promos. Like that's still entertaining to me. Like. It don't really matter. But again, like when you're ranking people and you're trying to figure out like who's the greatest rapper of all time or who's the best rapper right now or who's better between Drake and Kendrick Lamar, it's like, okay, well, you got to knock him for he don't write his own shit or he doesn't always write his own shit. Yeah. That's what I would say. Like Drake, when I found out he had a ghostwriter, I was just more like, okay, well, that means I ain't going to be putting him on no greatest lyricist list. Like if I'm ranking rappers by like bars, mm-hmm. then I'm going to just drop them. But like, I still very much enjoy his music. Like I grew oh, yeah. up in the nineties. Like we grew up with <laughs> Easy e and Dr. Dre and, and, and Diddy. Like none of them niggas wrote their own raps. And we were cool. Diddy had bars. They got hits. You knew when Diddy wrote his own stuff because he said the same thing every time. And every oh, time though. Yo, the same go shot forever. <laughs> But as long as we will shine together. Every time. Diddy bopping and shit. But yeah, I just was thinking about that. It don't bother me too much at all either. We talked about Anthony Edwards. Let's talk about Draymond Green. Uh, Yeah, so late in the Charlotte Golden State game. I think it was Sunday night. Um, there was a tie up. You know, they did a jump ball, and I forget the sequence of events. But essentially, like Draymond wound up getting a double technical, getting ejected. Charlotte hits both free throws. Mm-hmm. Then they hit a game winner. So Draymond literally cost Golden State the game with his mm-hmm. hot ass temper. Like he was Monica from Love and Basketball. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he, he was really him. apologetic, and he said like his teammates had his back, but he was like, "I ain't deserve it." Like I did, I really did cost my team the game. Like it was gonna be my blood whistle, but I got other fish to fry with that. So that's what we should be. We gotta mention. Um, yeah, but like, can you imagine like if you up at the end of the game and somebody gets a double technical and then y'all lose because of that? Because like, I guess it's just a regular season game, but shit. I mean, the L is the L because it's bullshit. You. No, bro, you already don't like taking the L regardless of when you take the L, and then you got to lose it because it's not on some bullshit that when you, you call like, self-inflicted? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's tough. Don't be the toughest L's when you know you could, like, nah, that's my fault. 
I lost. Mm-hmm. That, that's my fault. My bad, y'all. Like, yeah, it's the whole game, but like, we were up. we were in a position to win, and then I tricked it off. My bad. I apologize. And I mean, like, that's the Draymond experience, though. Like, you know, his his fire and his passion, like, it can burn good or it can burn up. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just kind of the the double edged sword there. Like, you gotta take the good with the bad, and sometimes it costs you. Like, it costs them a championship. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a, a, a much more direct. <laughs> like they still had, you know, three three opportunities to win that title uh, after he got suspended. But no, he 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 and, led to them losing this game. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Washington football team has announced that they intend to keep that name for the 2021 season, um, but they'll transition to a new permanent nickname in 2022. Hmm. Y'all got a website. Washington football team. I was gonna man. say that works. I liked yeah, it. Well. It grew on everybody. Everybody's kind of like, you know what? Hey, <laughs> we've we been <laughs> saying it for it years. We've been saying it for years. Exactly. Like, y'all, y'all, should, y'all need to run next year. It, it just, just it, it, from, it, it just rolls off the tongue. It's different. It sounds. It's, it's, it's a great team name. Y'all should just keep that rolling. But y'all won't. So I'll enjoy this last year. It'll be some random. The Wildcats. <laughs> 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 we'll see, oh, man. They got, like I said, they got a website. Uh, I think it was like new name, new era, twenty twenty two, and we'll see. I'm, I don't know if it's a fan vote or some silent vote or whatever, but it's up now. So it's a fan vote, but Dan Snyder gonna have his thumb on the scale. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, what was it Taboo Tuesday when the fans was voting WWE? <laughs> Vince was like, no, here's the match. Here's, go ahead, go out there with mm-hmm. that ladder. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all didn't vote for this. This, this, this is what I want. This is what we have. We got a ladder right here. <laughs> we ain't got no cage tonight. So, real quick, it's this it's this thing called NBA Top Shot, right? Mm-hmm. So, NBA Top Shot. Long story short, NBA Top Shot is like you got NBA trading cards. You got the rookie cards. You know the legendary cards, things like that. But imagine putting that virtually, and then in essence, you're buying packs for moments. So, like we're talking about Anthony Edwards Dunk, you can buy mm. these virtual cards via NBA Top Shot, and they only make a certain amount of these moments. So, okay. like Giannis has a moment that they made one of one, and you can trade these cards, like actual trading cards, online, and you can buy them with cryptocurrency because it's backed by a blockchain company. So, it's interesting how they're incorporating slowly the cryptocurrency into being able mm-hmm. to exchange with this, but also. It's probably one of the fastest growing companies right now. Like they've exchanged mm-hmm. millions and millions and millions of dollars already. Um, hell, uh, Terry Rozier, Dave was talking about his step back. They had LeBron, uh, they had LeBron's dump for like 400K. Like they're trading virtual moments, gifts, and or gifs in, in essence. Well, not even gifs, it's more, it's a moment. And it's wild because now it just moved virtually and then. I I can see that with somebody who's not interested in NBA, but then somebody who's interested in WWE, they can do that. Or somebody's interested in NFL, like that play. And then you you have to purchase a pack. So it's just like any other trading card. You go in there, you got to purchase a pack, and you get these. So NBA players have slowly been incorporating themselves into this. It's some that are really into it. Like big into it. And it's it's crazy how much money is going around through this app. But it's like it's like virtual NBA Pokemon cards. Okay, and you only have a limited time to actually get the pack. So it's not like the pack is always there for you to buy. You have to be there like it's a sneakers drop <laughs> to buy the pack to get the moment, 
and then it's only they have a rarity. So if it's a limited edition, they only made ten of these moments. You missed out it, but whoever got ten of them, they can go ahead and sell that for one hundred k, fifty k. People cashing out, cashing out for it. It's wild. It's gonna keep getting more popular too. They probably will expand to other sports and. Yeah. Like it's just it's a hard concept for me to kind of wrap my brain around because like I'm used to, I'm used to like collections being like something tangible. So it's like, what are you doing with like a collection of gifs? Like, yeah, that I started you can initially. Literally, go and like watch <laughs> on YouTube. The you actual, know what I mean? like, true. I don't get, it. but you know, like people spend what they want to spend though. Like I, I, I have hundreds of pairs of ten shoes. Like I can't really talk. about <laughs> But I said that as well. I was like, first I was like, that's stupid, and then at the same time I was like, well people do a lot of virtual trading for a lot of shit just in general like people like collecting shit like they just do. It's, a, it's a thing so here's another collection to do like and it has exclusive and it's exclusive items immediately that you can actually profit from like, like you can yeah, sell that car later like, like yeah. yeah immediately and you got the one of one yeah so it's 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 a it's a crazy thing but the holographic charizard are found <laughs> first edition shit. First edition holographic Charizard is what you want. The Rockets released Boogie, Demarcus Cousin. Mm-hmm. They released him after they guaranteed his salary, and they wanted to make sure that they guaranteed his salary as a good faith gesture because they appreciated his professionalism. They're like, he's he's been great here. We just want to move in a different direction with our front court. So. I like that they did that, that they made sure he got paid still um, and that they also gave him enough time to be able to go and find a new situation in the league. Yeah, I think he's going. I don't know, but apparently LA already said he ain't coming here. So, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Lakers was quick. Like, no, th- no thanks. Hey, man, I got to imagine. Know, we need to try to get white side. White side? Yeah, man, because I feel like he'll he fit our system right now. You need rebounding like that? Huh? He, he's a poor man's Andre Drummond. No, I mean, we need someone. Like AD ain't. We don't got AD right now. We, we struggle. So if, if Andre Drummond did get bought out, would you be interested? He, he what, 25? <sighs> no. Maybe like 26. He might be 28. Yeah, I think he is 28. He's under 30. 28. He's under 30. We can make it work. I mean, I would much rather have Drummond than White Sox. Drummond's Wait. contract is yeah, it's... well. He would have to get bought out. It's not a trade yeah, situation. Right, right. It's funny Tom because, like, the most obvious twenty-seven, the most obvious spot for Boogie would be Brooklyn. But the way that he torched James Harden when he was going out the door, like, I don't think that's really a landing <laughs> spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a so good like, point. They need centers in the worst way, but yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point, but. <laughs> We'll see what happens with Boogie. I'm glad that, you know, he got his money. He has a chance to find a new team. I don't know where he's going to end up at. I know there were some Bucks fans who were like, where should you get Boogie? And I'm like, y'all got a problem with Brooke Lopez <laughs> being out there and being slow. And y'all want to go and get Boogie? Like, <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah. Make it make sense. And Brooke shoots better. Like, I mean, what's the point? <laughs> Boogie a little man. Nah. Boogie's still slowly <laughs> coming back, too. Because, like, I was looking at his stats. And, like, this past month has been his better month. But. He's had more playing time. Yeah, he, he's slowly making his way. But um, we'll see. We'll see. And the Lakers got rid of Quinn Cook. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Ken. 
Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> you helped us win the championship last year. Thank you. Thank you for your services. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, you gave him the Danny Green. You gave him the corporate farewell. You gave him the best in their endeavors. Thank you. Yeah, I got two roster spots now, though. So y'all probably will be. Y'all probably been. Uh, they've been they, talking. They've been talking to somebody. LeBron been, been talking to somebody. Oh, you are. You know how we do. You know. Yeah, we know how y'all get out. You know how we do. Just like them running uh, back. You know, you do whatever we got to do to win this. About. Yeah, they've been. They've been talking. They've been talking. And the last news story I want to hit on before we go into blow the whistle is an update on Kellen Winslow, the second former NFL player. We talked about this on the show when the news initially broke. He was accused of raping a homeless woman and assaulting two other women. We said our thoughts on him at that time. He accepted a a plea deal. So he'll be in jail for 14 years for raping a homeless woman and assaulting two other women. So do with that information what you will. 14 years ain't long enough. Exactly. Couldn't That's, agree more. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Welcome. Blow the whistle. Speaking of. <laughs> All right, now that's enough of you. You know what? Tee his ass up. Eric, you want to go first? Uh, you can go first if you want. All right. I'm going to be short and sweet. Meek Mill. <laughs> a snippet of a song from Meek leaked. <laughs> I got bars too. In which he referenced Kobe Bryant in a very, very distasteful way. In that bar, he said, this B I'm effing always tell me that she love, but she ain't ever showed me. Yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'd be another Kobe. That's not even a cold line. It's not. Like, what the fuck? That line not not even cold. It's trash. What the fuck, bro? It's trash. It is trash. <laughs> the internet went in on Meek. Meek was like, I don't care what y'all say. And then Vanessa Bryan came out and said, Let's Dear Meek Mill, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful, period. I am not familiar with any of your music, but I believe you can do better than this. If you are a fan, fine. There's a better way to show your admiration for my husband. This lacks respect and tact. Well said, man. Vanessa said it. That's all I wanted to get off. Like Vanessa said it well. It rela- it lacks respect, respect and tact. It was it was not tasteful to say. Not at it's all. Just, and it's not a good. It's not cold. Like it'll been. It's not. I don't know. I don't know like, how you clever, was in the Like it wasn't. It you know it wasn't. Yeah. And I bet you it was in the studio. Like yeah, I'm for the killing with this Kobe verse. Like nigga, that shit garbage, bro. Big like it ain't even the fact that I don't. That's shit trash. Big trash. I blow the whistle on meat mail because that's trash. Uh, yeah, personally, I'm tired of blowing the whistle on people for COVID violations, but this one was egregious. <laughs> um, so I don't know if y'all. Well, tell me, probably do, but I don't know if y'all remember Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. He had a cup of coffee with the uh, WWE. He's a wrestler. He's from here. Actually, from Milwaukee. Um. Which is unfortunate, but uh, he was—he's taking part in. Oh no, he took part in a autograph signing session on February twenty-first. 
Uh, he put out a message beforehand saying, a message from Austin Aries. If you are coming to the wrestling universe, he will not be wearing a mask for photos, and he urges you all to drop your mask for the photo op and take it off. Come down and say hello from three to five. <laughs> Random people, you for just like, yeah, like, you, don't like, worry about the mask. Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, catching COVID and dying because you had to get a flick <laughs> with Austin, Austin Aries? Aries? Like, <laughs> like, that's what you was on. Like, you was just so... That's funny. That's, that's wild. wild. That is. That's wild for real. Take because that show. motherfucker told you, like, we not wearing masks for this, for this photograph. I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I that's your choice, though. I mean, it's so not one your go. choice. Yeah, not one go, then. That's... But for you to tell people that, knowing (laughs) what's going on in the world, not just here, in the world. Sorry, and then I want to read off the prices. So the photo op is 25, a signed item is 25, but you can get the combo for 40. But the COVID is free. (laughs) (laughs) COVID, they have free 99. Free Free 99. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's trash. Lord, what's on you, sir? Yeah. All right. Let's get into this tech tie five and get on up out of here. And I'm gone. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. Last week's tech top five was the best black wrestlers of all time. Tim won that poll. Shout out to you, sir. Congratulations, sir. Shout out. This week. To end Black History Month, we are just going to do Black Dinner Companions. This is in no ranking order. Like, it's not ranking them one through five. We're just picking five historical Black figures that we would each like to have dinner with. It's a nice, nice little dinner party. So, Tim, who's at your party? Um. All right. So, the thinking behind my list was that I wanted to have, like, a, a nice conversation with some cats who kind of had a hand in each of the industries that I actually like as far as entertainment goes. So it's music, mm-hmm. movies, comedy, things like that. Um, but they also, they, uh, they they kind of cut their teeth and they are kind of like leaders of the industry, but at the same time, they seem like the most down earth as well in that. So um, what, what I got is Will Smith for number one. He's the man of a million stories. So like Will can kind of keep, well, this shit, they all probably have stories. Everybody. Um, right. <laughs> Two, I just watched Tambourine, the uh, extended blackout version, and it was hilarious that the marriage jokes hit harder <laughs> now that you married shit. You so, were married when he did Tambourine. I know, but I never watched it. That was the first time I seen it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it was... So like, I thought you said that. No, I ain't never... I, like, I've always started it and like, never really got into it. I never really... Yeah, so this was the first time I actually watched this shit like that. And I was just like... I saw yeah. him perform that set live. That's when we were in Minnesota. Mm. I wanted to see Chris Rock perform that tambourine set. He's one of my favorite stand-up comedians of all time. Like, Chris Rock is in my top five. Yeah, and then uh, Dave Chappelle, of course, because motherfuckers are genius. But um, I've seen different things uh, about Dave that a lot of people who have been able to like just kind of kick it with him said that he's just... Like genuinely down earth type shit. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, plus the motherfucker's hilarious. <laughs> um, also got Dwayne Johnson, who's the action star, movie star, plus wrestling. Like he has again sh- hella stories to tell. 
And lastly, I got uh, Timbaland because he is my favorite producer in music, and he just yeah. want to meet him. Yeah, I feel you. <clears throat> yeah. So the thought process behind behind my dinner is a uh, sports and and black activism. Um, which I mean, okay. Combine two of my favorites. Um, but I would just be interested to see, like, you know, combine the, the generations um, and see, you know, combine, not combine, but, like, have them talk about, you know, like, doing it today when athletes have a bigger platform, but they also have much more to lose mm-hmm. versus, you know, guys from, like, the civil rights era, which are, I mean, they're legends in their own right, but, I mean, not even in their own right. Like, they're just legends flat out. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it, it was a different calculation back then versus now. In both ways, like it was, you know, the situation was a lot more dire then. I mean, but at the same time, like they also weren't risking like hundred million dollar contracts to stand up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I got one wild card, but y'all get that then. Um, <laughs> so I got Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James from this generation. Um, then from the previous generation, I got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and John Carlos. If I can sneak Tommy Smith in, uh, you know, nah. that could be a slash. <laughs> but I feel like John Carlos. <laughs> he can have my seat. I'll stand up. Um, it's a joke. Damn. <laughs> I said if I can sneak him in. <laughs> y'all, y'all taking it too literally. Damn. Uh, you tried to sneak yeah. him in. John Carlos, <laughs> just because he's much more, like, he's he's been much more active, I feel like. Tommy Smith kind of just put me left off. Niggas lapping uh, up at Eric Dinner. Niggas <laughs> lapping up at your dinner. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, fifth, the fifth person, the fifth guard person can be on my lap because it's Rihanna, and that's just because I want to have dinner with Oh, yeah. I'll come through. So, my so dinner, just to run. Oh. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to run it back because we talked about it. But uh, Kaepernick, LeBron, Kareem, John Carlos, and Rihanna. So for my, I wanted to try to combine a lot of different things in the one, kind of like what Tim mentioned, just kind of interest. So it's really hard to pick just five. Like there are a lot of people I would love to have a conversation with, and you just can't have them all. So my five, I got Jay Z. He mm-hmm. is, y'all know my favorite rapper of mm-hmm. all time. And the moves that he was able to make with where he started as this drug dealer who had a certain worldview to where he is now as somebody who's kind of been like, I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> okay. And I've learned from, from a few of them and how he keeps building his different businesses. And then just the way his mind works. Like he is just so fascinating to me. I love watching Jay like rap and think musically. So he has to be at my dinner for sure, for sure. Uh, I just want to interject. According to Black Twitter, a, a meal with Jay-Z is worth more than like a million dollars. So, <laughs> good choice. <laughs> We've seen those. Uh, the, yeah, have y'all seen those conversations where like, I would have. you pay? Mm-hmm. And I would always take dollars. the money. Right. Like, you always take the Jay would tell you that at the dinner. Like, you would sit right, down like, and he'd be like, you should have took, took the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game I'm going to give you. Take the money. Right. I also have Issa Rae at my dinner because I just admire her so much because she is uniquely her mm-hmm. in every space. And that is, 
strongness in a different way. Like that's courage to like not code switch, not change up who you are. Like she is just this awkward black chick who likes what she likes and she's just that all the time. And I respect that. Also her creative mind, how she was able to take her internet show to HBO, <laughs> like a transition. And now she's producing. She like, she's in everything now. Love to talk to her about that. Then I had to bring my boy Malcolm X in, one of my favorite historical figures, especially after watching the Fred Hampton movie this past weekend. It just made me get mad about all the other Black leaders that we've <laughs> we've lost. So definitely got to have Malcolm X. And it was just the anniversary of his assassination. So he's always heavier on my heart around that time of the year. Like, so he definitely has to be on there. Plus he has such a wit to him that like, although people remind, remember him more so for like, his speeches and how raw he could be like dude was funny like he also has a pretty checkered past that he's not ashamed about like just like jay-z and malcolm x being able to chop it up about what they used to do back in new like that would be super interesting to talk about and then hear how both of them have evolved as well uh i also have maya angelo on my list because another one where it's like what she's been through and the way that she has that gift with words like everything she said always felt like advice or sage wisdom that I should be carrying on. So like definitely need her at my table. And then also Dave Chappelle has been said, he's, he's a legend. I would have an argument that he might've, he might be the greatest stand-up comedian ever do it. He, <laughs> he has, he's in the argument. So definitely want to sit and chop it up with Dave Chappelle as well. So my dinner is Jay-Z, Issa Rae, Malcolm X, Maya Angelou, and Dave Chappelle. Okay, so for my list, um, I basically wanted to be shocked. I wanted to be informed. <laughs> you say shocked. And then I also wanted to be motivated. So this is those are the reasons why I chose that I chose. Shocked, informed, and motivated. And yeah. motivated. Um so at five, I have OJ Simpson. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a shot. Uh, and motivation. Because I want him, I was like, bro, right now, let's we should have we should have smoked. Give me every detail how you did it. What? <laughs> you know what? Like you just inspired, like I want to see OJ Simpson on hot boxing with Mike Tyson. No stories, bro. bro. That'd be lit. So make that, that wouldn't be the greatest podcast of all time. That really would. That might be wild. No, that'd be amazing. No, it would. That'd be must watch. Like you wouldn't tune into that. No, I would. I would. Yeah. I would watch the YouTube exactly. video and listen to the podcast. I would. Exactly. Like, it would get my my views a few different ways. Like exactly. that'd be. <laughs> You're right. I feel like the whole thing would just be like that. Uh, me that gif of like Diddy and the black dude just staring at each other. Like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You should have seen that shit live. That shit was hilarious. That shit was funny. Um, but yeah, shock factor, um, OJ Simpson. Um, another, um, to be informed, Malcolm X. He has so much w- wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just how he carried himself and everything. Um, and then just think about OJ telling Malcolm X, like, how he just <laughs> took a white woman, you know? Like... Right. I don't think he was going crazy. to do dinner and be telling people that though. It's right. crazy. Like, just think about that. Like, that's great. Michael Max would be Michael Max mouth will drop. Like, yeah, you gotta be kidding. Me. But um, all right. Um, now I'm gonna clean it up so we can get a little more wholesome. I'm have Obama. 
You can't bring, have Obama in there with OJ. Obama will bring everybody back like, yo, hey, all right, chill out. Let's get back wholesome, you know. Um, Dave Chappelle, of course, because he's going to have hella jokes. So I'm being there just rolling the entire time. And then um, Kobe, man. Kobe was the master motivator. So, you know, motivate us to, you know, continue doing what we're doing. And um, I don't know how I feel about Kobe, so... <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 motivate OJ to keep doing what he was doing. Dude. He stabbed a nigga too. Hey, Stabbing he, and robbing. He tried to do a rebrand. Mm. He tried to do a rebrand. You know? He <laughs> well, we he, hate Twitter world. He's just on Twitter living his life now. <laughs> I haven't seen his tweets in a while, actually. I think I unfollowed him on principle. Like, I can't I can't keep engaging this. <laughs> He'd be, he, he be on the he's he's too charismatic. That's the problem with OJ. Like he He's again, that's why we gotta get him on hot boxing. Yeah, he, he really do. He literally be like, Yo, I, I'm OJ Simpson. Like, he he knew he he was the juice. He had the he had the <laughs> juice, bro. I would I would go to all these parties actually. Yeah, it'll be lit. I would go to all these. The OJ one, I, I, I would probably like not want to be in the room, room, but like, like you not yeah. white, he ain't gonna do something. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you good, you good to go. Good thing it's at the end of the show. You know, people probably, you know, they ain't, they ain't <laughs> the lawyers don't don't listen this far into the show, you know. But no, anyway. we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. That sums up this week's show. Mm-hmm. I thought you had something to say, sir. No. I thought Eric was to say something. Okay. Oh no, I was just gonna say OJ wrote a book called If I Did It, so he can't really sue us for insinuating oh, yeah. the book never came out though. Hypothetically, if he wrote I, it, <laughs> it ain't he, he did that interview. That interview was is that still that one of still the scariest things I've ever seen before he, in my life. His laughter was the scariest thing about it. He it's kept like, flipping like it would be. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> if I did do it, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what I, I did. It. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it, but if I would have, I would have did it like this. Here's a detail only someone would know who was there, but. I didn't do it. If I did, I would have known that. If I did, I would have known that. I was in court for a long time. I heard so many details. Anywho, that's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoy. Reminder, download the Good News Sports app if you haven't already. Join in. Listen live on Tuesdays. Interact with us. We appreciate y'all. Thank you to everybody who's downloading, sharing, rating, reviewing. We need all that love. Free ways to support the pod. It helps us grow so, so much. Reviews, every time y'all share, even if y'all just tweet about us, make us, whatever y'all do. When y'all bring up tech file and someone new sees it, it goes a long way. We appreciate y'all for that. Mm -hmm. We do. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter at Camille Monet, (coughs) C-A-M-I-L-L-E. M-O-N-A-E because your mom is fancy. Thank you, good sir. At Bucks Burner on, at Bucks Burner on Twitter. That's all you get. Yeah, damn right. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, aka ass catch him, aka Mr. Give It to Me. So long, farewell. Go ahead and watch that Beauty and the Beast. Shit off. No, go watch WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, definitely watch WandaVision. Yeah. Oh, I got to hear that song again. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bye, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.